0: All right, so I I have been contemplating this message for months, and the reason I say that is because um, we're in really strange times, brothers and sisters. We're really in unusual times, and I know that back in March and April when we were doing the the webcast that I alluded to you know getting online and and listening to the prophets and finding out what the the heartbeat of everything was and so today I, as i this week as i was preparing for this and it was going through my mind i'm praying on on meditating on what i wanted to share with you today i thought that i could maybe do it all in one setting but there's no way there's no way it's going to take more than just one setting and so i want to preach and teach on this subject if I can have my first slide up there I want to call it I think I'm going to call it this if somebody can give me my first slide up there politics prophecies and the end times politics prophecies and the end times now we are there's going to I'm going to show several videos today because what we're living in is not by accident this is God's plan now let me tell you something God is in control now it may look like God is not in control but God is in control he's in charge and he he puts up one king and he puts down another king which translates to he'll put whoever he wants to be president to be president and he'll put whoever he wants not to be president out to pasture. Amen. Or at least that's where they need to go. Amen. Now, saying all that, I am not uh, endorsing any candidate. I am not endorsing a party, a political party. I'm endorsing the kingdom of God. Um, In the years of ministry that Amy and I have been involved in, we've been in churches some churches are really really into the political situation around them and the politics and and uh all of that and i've tried not to do a lot of that i try to stay on the spiritual side and i do know this and you got to remember in daniel chapter 10 you remember when daniel was needing a answer to a vision and the angel Gabriel brought him the vision, brought him the answer to the vision 21 days later, because the prince of Persia withstood him. Right? Everybody remember that? It withstood him, and he said, then when I'm gone, the prince of Greece will come. See, the, these lights are flashing on me. The, the prince of Greece will come, and if you look in history, it was around that time that there was a change in, in the world leadership and dictatorship of the time from the Medo-Persian Empire to Alexander the Great, who was, Johnny alluded to it last Wednesday in a wonderful lesson. I hope you guys watched that lesson. I'm not, you know, not going to have you stand, those of you who watched the lesson, because I don't want to embarrass you. But anyhow, did anybody get hooked up into Hawaii yesterday in the prayer deal that I sent out? Well, I sent it out. You can go back on our on our Facebook page, Facebook Live, and they did a prayer seminar in Hawaii. They tagged us in that. They wanted to, and we said, yes, go ahead. But um, there was a change in leadership. The Medo-Persian Empire was actually, and King Cyrus, was actually defeated by Alexander the Great. So what happens in the heavenlies shows up on earth, Okay? What happens in the heavenly shows up on earth. So today we're going to begin with the um, politics, the prophecies, and the end times. We're going to discuss the election of Donald Trump. The election of Donald Trump. Now I will say this, that I am usually behind the times, okay, I'm usually behind the times on politics. When I was growing up in Maryland, I grew up in the home of Democrats, And because these were Roosevelt Democrats a chicken in every pot that was a campaign slogan during the times of the Depression a chicken in every pot and my family my on my dad's side they were where they were Democrats because they had lost their family farm during the Depression and it was Roosevelt that came in and his policies that put a chicken in every pot and helped us all out on my mom's side my grandfather was Republican so we had a little bit of both going on there so I was as I grew up listen you know who one of my favorite senators was when I was growing up this is going to be terrible to admit this I shouldn't even say it It was Joe Biden yeah I'm telling you and I was little I was little. Okay. I grew up in a Democrat house and because I liked the, the Biden was just in your in everybody's face and he was this and he was that and okay, of course, Senator Byrd from West Virginia was a KKK grand poo boss. so I mean, we don't want to talk about that today either. But anyway, are you seeing what I'm saying? So in the political realm, I'm always behind usually and um, Donald Trump was not my first pick as a candidate. Back in 2016, 15 and 16, there was about 17 um, uh, candidates that were trying to get the nomination, Republican candidates in uh, 2015 and 16, that were trying to get it, And, and Trump was not my man. I had a different candidate that would have been pretty good, I thought. It wasn't Joe Biden, just telling you that right now, so don't worry about that and so uh, it was Republican but this guy didn't make it Trump beat him in fact Trump beat them all and you can usually tell when they are in a debate whoever gets in there and can get the debate going and can score the points then you just watch their poll numbers go up and I'll never forget the first debate I saw when he said one of our biggest problems is immigration and I'll build a wall I'm telling you that was the launch pad right there so anyway so the election of Donald Trump how did Donald Trump get in office Donald Trump got in office because people want a fighter Donald Trump got in office because he wasn't a politician Donald Trump got in office because he's not afraid of anybody Donald Trump got in office because they can throw whatever they wanted him and I guarantee you he's gonna throw something back people wanted that and so you know, uh, when, when all the general election came down to, it, and it was between Donald and Hillary, you know, I had no choice. I have to vote for Donald Trump because, number one, I'm a Christian, and I believe that God is the giver and taker of life, not an abortion clinic. And I don't know, I can't understand the theology of Christians who vote for a candidate who wants abortions. I can't understand that, but that's for another sermon and another Sunday. So you know what's coming, right? And so um, the election of Donald Trump, some say he stole the election. I don't know how you steal the election when you win by almost 100 electoral votes. I'm not sure how you do that. But it was a complete surprise. One of my favorite days was the day after the election and turning on KMOX. And listening to Charlie Brennan have to eat crow. Because, I mean, they had they had Hillary measuring the drapes in the White House back in the summer. She was going to be moving in, and it was going to be great. And so when all that happened, we were all shocked, and it's like, wow, he really did win. So the election of Donald Trump, how does that fit into end times? Well, let's go on. Let's look here. There was a man, this uh, this is the man's name. His name is Kim Clement, okay? Kim Clement. Now, Kim Clement was a prophet. He was a modern-day prophet. And he was, uh, he's from South Africa. Unfortunately, he passed away just a few days after Donald Trump was elected. But I'm going to show you a clip now of Kim Clement. From 2007, and this is what he had to say, Kim Clement. He said more than this.
1: shall take place, shall be the most unusual thing, a transfiguration, a going into the marketplace, if you wish, into the news media, where Time Magazine will have no choice but to say what I want them to say. Newsweek, what I want to say. The View, what I want to say. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. Trump shall become a trumpet. I will raise up the trump to become a trumpet and build gates to open up the gate of a financial realm for the church, says the Lord. that day and i will not forget the gatekeeper that watched over new york who will once again stand and watch over this nation says the spirit of god it shall come to pass that the man that i place in the highest office shall go in whispering my name but god said when he enters into the office He will be shouting out by the power of the spirit, for I shall fill him with my spirit when he goes into office and there will be a praying man in the highest seat in your land. There will be a praying president, not a religious one, but I will fool the people, says the Lord. I will fool the people. Yes, I will, God says, the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say he has hot blood for the spirit of God says yes he may have hot blood but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way and the economy of this country shall change rapidly says the Lord of hosts listen to the word of the Lord God says I will put it to helm for two terms a president that will pray but he will not be a praying president when he starts I will put him in office and then I will baptize him with the holy spirit and my power the there's a man by the name of mr. Clark and there is also another man by the name of Donald you are both watching me saying could it be that God speaking to me yes he is somebody just a few minutes before you came on the show you went out And you took the american flag and you said i'm proud of my nation you raised it up god said you have been determined through your prayers to influence this nation you're watching me you're an influential person the spirit of god says hear the word of the prophet to you as a king i will open that door that you prayed about and when it comes time for the election you will be elected I'm standing. I'm feeling like I'm standing in 2017, and things have been disrupted so badly that people are confused because their plans didn't work. And yet I'm seeing this very strong figure standing in the United States of America saying, "Now we got to clean up the mess," and 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 they have the skill and the ability to do it. And they'll say, "Well, the pen is already signed," and 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 I'm hearing this strong figure saying i don't care what was signed we will make the changes so i want to encourage many of you that are watching that are saying you know we hear about judgment we hear about fear fear has been brought upon our nation because they the display of isis and the display of the beheadings and the display of the arrogance and all of this and yet god is doing some stuff that we don't even know about that's what we got to find out and so i got caught up just into the next uh, administration if you wish wish and I didn't see bad. I saw calmness, I saw peace.
0: So Amos three, seven, surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. So this is just one prophet here. Is he the only one? He started in two thousand seven and so said Trump shall be a trumpet. Then he said it again in two thousand ten. And then two thousand thirteen and two thousand fifteen. Do you know what it's like to be a prophet and say something like that and then live in a world like this? People think you're crazy. People think you're crazy. But you see, God puts down and God removes. Amen. Let's go to my slides again, please. First Chronicles twelve thirty two And the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what the Israel ought to do, the heads of them were two hundred and all their brothers were at the commandment. Next one, please. This is we have to understand the times, brothers and sisters. You have to understand the times that we are living in. We are living in the last days. God is wrapping this thing up. God is wrapping this thing up, and all of us are part of the church. Now we cannot let this shuddering in place and what happened the last ten weeks. We can't let that affect our walks with the Lord we're gonna to have to get on fire for the Lord and be ready for this end time we're gonna to have to be ready for the end time because it's coming and if people are going crazy now with rioting, how about if they defund the police what is it gonna be like you ever seen the movie the purge that's what it's gonna be like it's gonna be anarchy in the streets it's gonna be trouble in the streets but see this whole election was not just a man and a politician getting the White House This was divine, providential plan of God. This was what God wanted to happen because we are now in the end time of this all working its way out of our lives. So we have to understand the end times. Next one, please. Now, in the New Living, it says, For the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the temper of the times. So the church has to understand where we're at today. We have to understand what's going on and not get caught up in all the politics of it and not get caught up in all of the emotionalism of it and realize that our foundation is built on the Word of God. Our foundation is built on the Word of God. Okay? I saw Villages of People, a video of Villages of People in Bethesda, Maryland. Amy and I lived there not far from Bethesda years ago, and they're all taking an oath that they're going to love their red and white and blue and yellow neighbors. Are you kidding me? We should love each other. We shouldn't have to take an oath in public. We should love the black man and the white man and the brown man. We should love the yellow. We should love everybody because everybody's just a soul. Everybody is a soul. Everybody bleeds red blood. Amen? I know that we don't deal with a lot of racism here in this community that we're in because we're kind of in the middle of the... Of, uh, the royal community uh, but this this royal community that we live in hasn't been touched by a lot of violence and I thank God I live here I'm glad I'm not in Minneapolis I'm glad I'm not in DC amen I'm glad I'm not in all of that business but I'm telling you what God is preparing his church worldwide and God put each and every one of us in the church the kingdom I'm not just talking about family worship center I'm talking about the kingdom for this hour alright so we have to understand the times. let's go on next one please yes next one really really yes God is in control yes he is read on Daniel chapter 2 Daniel answered and said blessed be the name of God forever and ever for wisdom and might are his and he changes the times and the seasons he removes Kings and sets up Kings he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. So there are, the Bible talks about seven spirits of God. There are seven spirits of God. One of those is the spirit of understanding. One of those is the spirit of knowledge. Pray for those. You say, well, Pastor, I never read that in the Bible. It's in there. Find it. It's in there. Pray for understanding and pray for knowledge. Pray that God uses you in this hour to be effective for him. Amen. God's raising you up. God puts you here on this team. So God sets up and God changes things. And God gives wisdom and God gives knowledge. Let's read on. Jeremiah Johnson in 2015. This is another prophet. This is a younger man. Now this uh, is just a one-minute clip here, one minute, eight seconds. You have to read it fast because it's just uh, some quote captions at the bottom. But this is what he gave. God gave him, Jeremiah Johnson, in 2015. Yes. Donald Trump shall become president July 28,
2: 2015. Amazing grace How sweet the sound That saved
0: inauguration of Donald Trump, but I believe there were five, there were five ministers that prayed for him, okay? There was a rabbi, there was an imam, and there were three Christian folks that prayed over Donald Trump at his inauguration. Three of those five were filled with the Holy Ghost because I know their ministries you have Holy Ghost filled people walking in and out of the White House every day right now just a few weeks ago the president declared a national day of what prayer when's the last time that ever happened when is the last time a US president showed up at the right for life March never not until this year Jeremiah Johnson was told by the Lord that he will be like a bull in the china closet and he's going to upset people's rest and their comfort and he is going to be rough and people are going to try to write him off. But God said, I'm going to use him. I'm not endorsing him. I'm just telling you what God's telling the prophets. I'm just telling you what we've seen the last three and a half years. The church is better. We need to wake up. The church better wake up. It's time to wake up. I don't care what so-and-so is doing. I don't care where they're at, what happened. I'm talking about us right here, right now, and the church better wake up worldwide because this thing's getting ready to come down. And I don't want to miss out. I don't want to waste the 10 weeks that we were not together and just go back to business as usual. I don't want to waste all of that. I think it's time for us to go to the next level. It's time for us to go up to the next plane in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Can I get a witness on that? Amen. This light keeps going off. I feel like I'm in Honduras. That street light that kept going on and off outside my window all night long. And if that didn't take the cake, it was the rooster that crowed outside my window. Somebody preached one time that roosters crow when the sun comes up. That's a lie. Because that guy crowed all night long, and then about 20 seconds later, there was one about 17 blocks away that answered him. You know how I know it was because I, I was awake all night counting. 1,001. Up there he comes. He's ready. Amen. Next one, please. Acts chapter 1, verse 7. Jesus said this, and he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Okay? Jesus said this. You don't know the day, but guess what? You can know the times and seasons. You can know when things are happening. You can know when things are getting ready to happen. He said, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. So what my goal here as pastor is this. Let's concentrate on the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Let's concentrate on our relationship with the Lord. Amen. Let's concentrate on building that stronger and stronger. I mean, I'm seeing people who have walked with the Lord for years just fall by the wayside and just throw it all in and just walk away. You know why? Because they're not building that relationship anymore. You got to build that relationship. Amy and I have been married a long time, real long time. How long? Huh? 32, almost 33 years. You know what? Why? Because we build on this thing. You know, we build on it. She used to look at me, and, I, and she'd be talking, and then she, finally she'd just say, you don't, you're not hearing me, so I'm not going to say anything anymore. Now I say that because she starts talking to Megan, and she, she thinks that I don't think she can multitask. And I said, I ain't telling you anymore. I ain't wasting my air. Every, I have to, I'll be dying quicker because I keep have to repeat myself. What? I'm working on a relationship. We work on a relationship daily with the Lord. You shall receive power. Next one, please. So first Thessalonians 5, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write you, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. Next one, Genesis 12, 1, now the Lord said unto Abram, now watch this, so we can know the times and seasons, we know that we're in a different time, we know that things are happening, and we got to realize that what we've seen already God had been talking about it at least from 2007 on till now almost 10 years before the election took place God was already saying there's gonna be a Trump in the White House There's another prophecy that says that a witch would run for the White House Hey, I'm not telling you that's not out there on the internet not out there on YouTube. It's right out there But the witch would not be elected Do you know that during the 90s in the Clinton administration that they had witches and warlocks and seances in the White House do you know that Hillary Clinton was sitting there in these seances and they would channel and call up the spirit of Eleanor Roosevelt it's right on public radio Bill Clinton talks about it all the time do you not think that God do you think our founding fathers in in the way that they sought God and to set up this country would have enjoyed having witches in the White House and seances in the White House when, when we have these, these truths that all men are created equally by God and we have these inalienable rights, everything that's going on, and you know what? But you see the enemy. This is a spiritual battle that we're facing today and the church is going to have to get spiritual about fighting this. If we don't get spiritual about fighting this, we're going to sit on the sideline and watch the game unfold, and we're never going to get into play. We're going to have to realize that it's time to put away all of the things that are distracting us and all of the things that take up our time and take up our talent and take up our money and say, I'm going to have to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then God, everything else, is going to take care of itself. Amen. Amen. Now God said to Abram, get out of the country, leave your family, leave your father's house, and go to the land that I'm going to show you. And I will make thee a great nation and will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now the prophets were saying that the coronavirus vaccine will come out of Israel. Uh Uh-huh. So get ready. Just keep watching. Why? Because Israel... Blesses the world. You know the Israelis take our jets and modify them? (laughs) How about that? Genesis 12, 3. God said to Abraham, "Abram, I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee. Keep that statement in mind. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. Next one. So let's look at Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh Uh-huh. He said this in a quote. I want to tell you that the Jewish people have a long memory. So we remember the proclamation of the great King Cyrus the Great, the Persian King 2,500 years ago. He proclaimed that the Jewish exiles in Babylon could come back and rebuild our temple in Jerusalem. We remember a hundred years ago Lord Balfour who issued the Balfour Proclamation that recognized the rights of the Jewish people in our ancestral homeland. We remember 70 years ago President Harry S. Truman was the first leader to recognize the Jewish state. And we remember how a few weeks ago President Donald J. Trump recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Mr. President, this will be remembered by our people through the ages. Now watch this. For the last 30 years, every president that has come into office has campaigned that they will make in Jerusalem the eternal capital of Israel, and not one of them did. Not one. Bush 41 didn't. Clinton didn't. Bush 44, 42, uh, three didn't. Yeah, I got him down. Yeah. Obama didn't. Donald Trump said. When I'm president, I will make Jerusalem the eternal capital of Israel. And all of the people in the world that are driven by... Now, see, let me tell you, there's two forces in the world. You can basically put them like this. You're going to have what they call nationalist and globalist. Okay? Globalists want a one-world government. Globalists want everything to be... No boundaries, no borders. Everybody just ebbs and flows. Central power laying within a few. I've traveled in Bulgaria. I've traveled in a communist country where all of the power rests on just a few people. While the, the, the people, like Brother Alinkoff and his family, live in concrete high-rises with not, you, you know what kind of manicured lawns they have out there? JDW lawn and landscape. They got weeds, you've seen them, growing this tall. That's their, that's their front yards going into their high-rise concrete apartments that they live in. And they live in these high-rise concrete apartments while all the members of the Politburo and the Communist Party drive around in the, 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 uh, the Ladas and the, and the, the uh, Moscow, the Russian limousines that they have. And all the money was held in the uh, hands of a few people do you know that Hong Kong is going down the tubes as far as a capitalist colony? Hong Kong, when they, when they gave that back in 1997, it was just a matter of time before the communists took it over. And the reason they wanted to keep it like it was, they, they like the capitalism, but they hate the freedom. Oh, see, you're getting civics today and world history and all kinds of stuff. But you see, now the nationalists want to make America great again. The nationalists say, we're bringing back the jobs to America. Did you notice uh, the Kim Clement prophecy where he said, and the economy will change rapidly? Before Donald Trump took the oath of office, Maytag and all of these companies were saying, we're not going to build in Mexico, we're going to build in the United States. All these jobs started coming before he even took the oath of office. God is getting this thing ready, friends. You know, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. I don't care if you're a communist, a libertarian. I don't care if you're a farmer on 40 acres. It don't matter. What I'm telling you is God is in control, and it's time that we get on the program and on God's team and say, God, I'm with you. Amen? Now, watch this. So Trump now has moved the capital, the eternal capital of Israel to Jerusalem. I've been in Jerusalem. It's a wonderful city. Now you hear about all these bombings and all of this stuff. In fact, probably one of the most peaceful places I've ever been in the earth is Israel. It's, it's, it's just peaceful. Brother Bernie, you've been there. It is, isn't it? And all the all the people were losing their minds. Oh, the the, the, the Arabs and the Palestinians, they're going to lose their mind. Gonna be, they're going to burn down the world. Well, we're still here. You know, a few of them burned up some, some, you know, stuffed puppets and burned a few flies, but here we are. And the capital is now in Jerusalem. Let's watch, was there, what happened on that day? Let's, let's read this, let's go on. I want you to look at King Cyrus. What is known about Cyrus is as much a myth as fact, although scholars agree that during his lifetime, he ruled an empire that included the ancient Near East, Southwest, South, and Central Asia, and the Caucasus. But Jewish tradition has been consistent in treating him as a pagan agent of God's divine plan. Watch now. A pagan agent used to take care of God's plan. I am not telling you that Donald Trump was not a pagan agent. Donald Trump has had a history. But God has chosen him to take care of the plan. And I I see Christians and I see people that will never vote for Donald Trump, right? They won't vote for pro-life. They won't vote for pro-life on the Supreme Court. They're just going to go vote for Hillary and Joe Biden that sheds innocent blood. Do you know what innocent blood is? It's called abortion. And abortion is the same thing as the, the child sacrifices that happened back in the Old Testament to the god Molech. But we have Christians who are so deceived, and they're going to say, "I'm going to lose some friends over this." Uh, they're, gonna, they're, they're all worried about, "Oh, what's Trump doing and all this?" Guess what? God used a heathen king to bring the divine plan for His people and to return them to the land of Israel. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! As Uncle Melvin would say, "Hallelujah, California." The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem in Judah. Any of his people among you may go up, and may the Lord their God be with them. That's what Cyrus said. Let's go on. In Isaiah, God chooses Cyrus to subdue nations before him and to strike kings of their armor, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel. Why would God use a religious figure when he could take somebody as wild as a buck as Donald Trump and use him to go in and put the Supreme Court, uh, conservative justices on the Supreme Court and all of this business? Why would God do that? Because God wants to show out the whole world, I am in control. Brothers and sisters, we're on the winning side. Amen. We're on the winning side, but we're going to have to step up our pace. We're going to have to step it up and get in the race. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next one, I want you to see this clip from Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Have you ever heard of the Harbinger book? All right. This guy pastors a Spirit Filled Church in New Jersey. He's a Jewish rabbi. Okay. Now notice the days and the dates that he's talking about here. This is dealing with what happens? the capital one okay. thing that
3: Israel didn't get, in the Jubilee, it says, you'll get, it, you get the legal right to your land. It's not that you just go there, you're recognized. Well, yeah. Israel's, Jerusalem was never recognized by the world. They refused it. And that lasted until the ne- until Donald Trump gave the Jerusalem Declaration, saying, you sure. first time in modern times, first time since ancient times. I mean, well, does his name mean Yeah, Yes, because, because because this was the, the and when did it happen? When we, it happened, well, what's the next Jubilee? If you do 1967, and you fast forward, it goes to 2017, and that's exactly when he did it. Wait, when, when, when it went forth, Jubilee. But here's the, you, you mentioned it. You know, what is the Jubilee? Jubilee is, you have the Jubilee, and you have the trumpet shall sound. Trumpet is appointed to the Jubilee. What does our president's name mean in English? It means the trumpet. Yeah. The trumpet. So, so Donald Trump, and when did he come to power? The year of Jubilee. And so it says the trumpet shall the sound. Trump. The trump shall sound throughout the land. Well, he's been sounding ever since. you know. Yeah. And it says when the trump sounds, the land goes back, well, the Trump sounded, and Jerusalem went back to the Jewish people. I mean, who could put this together, Pat? I mean, you see, he had to win that election because he was the Trump of the <laughs> Jubilee, you know? Well, and, I, w- I was reading Ezekiel a- <laughs>
1: about, uh, the, you know, I have a prophecy for the mountains of Israel, and they will uh, men will come upon you, you remember?
3: Yeah, well, like a lion, well oh, well, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yes, okay, on the mountain, yes, uh, yeah, the, 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 this all goes with the prophets of Israel I mean okay. well I'll give an example of that um, And there's more on Trump but the example and this goes to the future too what's gonna happen but but Isaiah says that the Lord will fight for those mountains yeah. like a like a like a lion and a young lion and the amazing thing Pat as I looked at it in the six-day war when they're fighting all the, these key people who were soldiers in that war who, who were named li- the lion and, and, and the first two people who went in the gate uh, on the mountain where called was Colonel Mata Gore and Ar Arat is actually it's in Gordian's documentary and and the amazing thing is their name it says he will fight as a lion and a young lion their names together mean the lion and the young lion
1: Come
3: on. And, and the gate they went through was the Lion's Gate because you know Messiah came the first time yeah. to the gate as a lamb he's coming in as a lion, and that's a sign, you know. And, and there's another thing, we mentioned Trump, you know, and, not, and it's not like Trump is reading Leviticus and saying, I'm gonna fulfill this, you know. <laughs> we can we can safely assume that, <laughs> yeah. but, but they may, how God used it. Well, the thing is that when he gave that, the Bible says that, you know, he, he followed the, this pattern of this ancient king of Cyrus, mm-hmm. even the document. I mean, it's amazing, but, and he wasn't trying to do this, but what the Bible says that, that Israel will go through a period of 70 years. Uh-huh. At the end of the 70 years, the king will issue a declaration which is gonna recognize Jerusalem, which is Cyrus. But could Donald Trump actually be doing this without realizing it? Well, is there a 70-year period? If you go back from when he gave the declaration, count back 70 years, it takes you to 1947, the very year that Israel is voted into existence. Mm -hmm. And I look deeper, if you count from the very day that they voted Israel in, on the Hebrew calendar, it's Kislev 17, count 70 years from the day, And and it says after, so take the next day, Kislev 18, what day is it? It comes out to December 6, 2017. That's the exact date that he issued the declaration,
0: after 70 years to to the day. God's into days. And then we're worried about God taking care of us? When God's into days? Over thousands of years? My Holy Ghost is getting excited around here. Listen, God's got something great for the church in this hour. You know, let the cities burn down. I'm telling you what's going to happen when our power goes out. What happens when we can't get our power back on? What happens when your cell phone goes out? Most of you going to just fall over dead. You don't have your phone, you're dead. It's over. Oh, what am I going to do? How about, you know, read a book? Now there's an idea, but you can only read in the daytime because once the lights go out, you better get candles in your house. You know, better get candles and 20 jugs of water and canned food. And I'm telling you, though, God is into all of this de- detail. Remember, I talked about detail last week. God is into detail. And we're talking about God putting all this together. Let's go to the next slide. I hope this is all right because it's all of God. This guy here was, is a retired firefighter. Brother Vernie got me onto him. Vernie comes up one night. Now, Vernie, he, he, he's like, he, he's a prophecy junkie. You know, he gets all these prophecy things, and then he watches the DVDs, then he gives them to me. And I try to watch him when I got time. But he told me about this guy named Mark Taylor, who's a retired firefighter. Now, Mark Taylor, there's nothing, Mark Taylor did not go to theological seminary. Mark Taylor is just a normal person, just like us. But God told him, what year was it? Was it 2015? 2011. 2011 that Donald Trump would be in the White House. I'm not making any of this up. You're seeing it for yourselves. Let's see what brother Mark has to say. In April of
4: 2011, retired firefighter Mark Taylor was watching the news when Donald Trump came on the screen.
2: I didn't know a lot about Donald Trump. Um, I just knew he was a very powerful businessman, had built this empire. I know he was toying with the idea of running for president at the time. You know, most people thought it was a joke. Well, he's kind of a comic book figure.
1: I mean, he's a show-off. He's a sideshow who threatens to swallow the Republican These Party. These are the globalists. So I'm listening
2: to him on an interview, and all of a sudden, I just heard the voice of the Lord say, you're hearing the voice of a president.
4: Mark went into his office, got out a pen and paper, and started to write what he says the Holy Spirit told him.
2: You know, he was saying that basically that America was going to prosper like never before. Um, Israel and America, the ties between the two countries would be stronger than ever before. Uh, The dollar would be the strongest there was ever been. The economy is booming under this president. We're up 254 points, 21,000 on the Dow. It was was very detailed as far as what God was showing me.
4: And Mark, this was 2011?
2: This was 2011. Before
4: Before he'd ever announced?
2: Before he ever announced.
4: Taylor originally thought the prophecy would happen during the 2012 presidential election but it was not to be.
2: thought I'd missed it, I truly missed it.
4: Then, on June 16, 2015... I am officially running for President of the United States. Mark's prophetic word suddenly didn't seem so far-fetched. When election night finally rolled around, Trump's win astounded the most experienced political journalists.
0: Well, my crystal ball's been shattered into atoms here because I predicted the exact opposite of what happened. Taylor
4: says God used Trump to stop an anti-Christian agenda that was taking hold of America.
2: The enemy's timeline has been denied by the Most High God. And it's through Donald Trump a lot of this is being denied right now. And what God is saying right now is like, no, it's not time right now because there's many, many things that God wants to accomplish on the earth right now.
4: But Taylor says there's one part of the prophecy that hasn't come to pass yet regarding the news media
3: fake stories are being reported a lot of bad things are being reported that aren't true
2: so the news media would be captivated by him and they would even begin to agree with him that's the only line in a prophecy that hasn't come to pass yet so we have to ask ourselves what's fixing to happen to make the mainstream news media to begin to agree with him
4: what is fixing to happen
2: Uh, God's gonna clean out the news media Um, You know, God is looking for his people right now, his millionaires and his billionaires, basically, to come in and start investing in these places and buying them out, taking over. God's going to rebuild them and restore them because there's no spirit of truth in them right now, and that's what God's going to restore.
4: Taylor believes Trump's victory is just the beginning. The fireman prophet also predicts the church will thrive and America will see a great move of God.
2: The Army of God will have victory after victory after victory. And I love what President Trump always says. He says, you're going to get sick and tired of winning if there is such a thing. And that's going to be the same way for the Army of God. It's going to be victory after victory after victory.
4: Will it be an eight-year presidency?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely will.
4: Uh, you're sure about that?
2: Yeah, I'm sure about that because I think what's going to happen is, is that when people see the good that the country's coming into right now, the prosperity, the jobs, the economy, whatever the case may be, there's going to be no doubt he's going to sail right in for the first, second term
1: wendy griffith cbn news hey guys, it's ashley with seven all right of we didn't hear about ashley hey, thank
0: you how about that 2011 now trump did announce that he would run in 2011 just temporarily or he was thinking about it i remember hearing that on the news anybody else remember that that he was going to throw his name in that he decided not to and you know the prophecy couldn't have been about Mitt Romney because Mitt Romney, he can't, he can't do nothing then. that. You know, he's pitiful, pitiful. And now, you know, last week there were 2.5 million jobs added to the economy in one month. But, you know, most of the na- major news outlets didn't even tell about it. And guess what? I'm going to, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going, here we go. I got you, babe. Amen. Some of you old folks know that song. Amen. I really believe this COVID-19 virus was trying to, was sent out to try to bring down Donald Trump. Yep. And when that didn't happen, now they're thinking they'll let all these riots and burn these cities down. But I don't think that's going to work either. Because you know what? God puts up and puts a man in office, and then God, when he's done with him, will take him out of office. Amen. Just like Cyrus. Cyrus said, you know what? All you Jews, go build your temple. Everything's all right. In fact, I'll even supply materials and labor, whatever you need. God is in control of this thing in 2020. And God is going to do something, and so we might as well get on the J train, amen, the Jesus train. We might as well get on it and do this thing. I mean, if God's got people talking in 2007 and in 2011, I'm not offering a political agenda here. I'm telling you what God is saying to his prophets. I'm telling you what God is speaking. And remember what it says, is it it Amos 3, 7? That God is not going to do anything on the earth unless he tells his prophets first. God is not going to do anything on the earth unless he tells his prophets first. And i tell you another thing I'm ready for. I'm ready for victory after victory in the kingdom. I'm ready for this church to have some victories. I'm ready for you to have some victories in your life. I'm ready to see some victories in all of your lives. Amen? I'm ready for it. I just want to try feeling like I'm so sick of winning I don't want to win anymore. You're going to be so tired of winning. If you get bored at night and you can't sleep, go on YouTube and just punch in Donald Trump's, all of his one-liners. All right? Amen. Let's go on. Oh, this is a good guy right here. His name is Tracy. My name is Tracy. His middle name is Alan. My name is Alan. Man, I thought I was prophetic just for a moment. And now his last name is Cook. Okay? Okay. Now, he's been on Sid Roth multiple times. This guy passes, I believe, out in North Carolina. Okay? Now, when you see him, you are not going to think of a prophet. That You know, you see the stained glass windows, and the prophets have the real long hair, and they have a halo over their head, and ooh, this guy doesn't have any of that. All right? But I want you to hear, this is this guy here, I'm not showing you this clip, because i got to get you out there so you can eat lunch outside in the 85-degree heat melt while you're you're gonna go out and eat if you're not just get a sandwich and go home but everybody's sick of burgers amen amen but this guy the Lord gave him a dream a vision and took him to a Chinese laboratory where they were conjuring up this virus and he said that there were political leaders in that laboratory from a certain party, political party in the United States, and they were talking about using this to get rid of Trump. You know what God does? God will expose the plan of the enemy. God will expose what the enemy's trying to do. That Jeremiah Johnson, you know, the, with the real fast clips, okay? God showed him a dream, and in the dream, he was in the press room of the White House when they were doing these COVID. Uh, Presses every day right and he said as he was watching this press release this press conference go on that dr. Fauci started turning into a rat I'm just telling you what's on the internet and he, and the Lord said the president has to watch this man here because he's really a rat so they get letters they get in touch watch they get in touch with the president do you hear from fauci anymore remember fauci said schools may not even open in the fall now he's saying they they, they need to open in the fall now everybody needs to get together now he says if you're going to riot, take off put your mask on if you're going to riot, right but everything that fauci did two months ago is a total reverse of what he's saying now why because god exposes it Brothers and sisters, we're on the winning side. God is exposing this thing. Listen, this is not our home. This earth is not our home. We're just down here living for a while. Our home is up there. Our home is on the other side. Amen? Our home is in heaven, but together with the Lord and everybody forever and ever and ever. So we're just here temporary. Now, let's see what Brother Tracy has to say. That sounds familiar. Have you seen anything about the presidential race now that's sid rock he's a dandy president trump
5: yeah, yeah,
1: uh, France, uh, who's gonna win you know the good stuff, the good stuff. <laughs>
5: all right uh yes I, i've seen it uh in my dream and this is where we're going to get back to uh, i think in march was we did a segment all right um or it might be before on your show but it's on your show regardless uh, i had a dream i was sitting first of all uh, i was in obama's basement and he was plotting up a plan, and then I was taken to a limousine. It was Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, uh, Nancy Pelosi's, and uh, Joe Biden. But then Bernie Sanders was on the outside of the limousine. He couldn't get in. And I said, Lord, what's going on? And they said, uh, they're going to get Bernie Sanders out of the way, and I mentioned this already, that he would be removed. And he, he was. He dropped out the race. He got removed. And then I, in that same dream that Obama would endorse Joe Biden, and he did. But in my dream is where I saw uh, Obama giving Joe Biden certain keys and Nancy Pelosi, and especially Hillary. Hillary's going to be, Nancy and Hillary is, is like the, if you want to call it the two Jezebels twins, the Jezebel and the daughters. Both of them are going to be working together. And their whole objective, especially with see, this coronavirus, was a leverage to them. They couldn't impeach him now they're trying to get the leverage now they can't get the leverage so the next thing is let's get rid of trump altogether. and we'll talk about that in segments and uh but joe biden in my dream donald trump won the reelection. and i remember because uh, there was a word sent to the white house and uh he was told to get the country back in place before the third week of may the first week of june well he's already worked on that quicker so he's listening but now he has to stay remain humble and repent and stay in his position as well and i'm I'm sure that this is going to reach him too i have no doubt that uh he's already been reached by the show because i've heard that that has come back to me that he's uh caught notice and wind of his supernatural so i just want to let you know that as well uh because he has to right because uh
0: i've i have had a heart for him since before one and uh and in fact
1: all of my friends were rooting for other republicans ones that appeared to be more christian and i said yeah you're right but you're wrong this is god's choice that's all that counts with me
5: Yeah. <laughs> sure. and, and one thing about trump too he sought the advice of the prophetic when shall we open the country up that was he asked that three or four times when shall we open the country back up so uh I was one of the prophetic voices, and uh, I told him the time frame, and I revealed the dream, and I told him, This is what you got to do. And uh, whether my name was mentioned or not, that just, that's irrelevant, but that's the time frame that was mentioned. But I do know this that in my dream, he won the reelection, and now we're going to see this whole landscape of the election shift and change. Now we're going to see, now this is where. Hillary and Nancy Pelosi and Obama and the Joe Biden and all this is gonna be you we're gonna start seeing satanic forces uh, like their face just from I mean everything that could come up against Trump is gonna start coming up in the next uh, four or five months I mean we really gonna see some uh, I mean you thought that things could be bad with Trump before right but this is where they well, they're gonna going to try to manipul- uh, manipulate him and uh, cripple him and say, you know, you, you you ruined the economy. You you even with the uh, vaccine, even with the coronavirus, you didn't care about the people and what have you. A lot of blame, name game. But God's gonna uh, he's gonna get this back on track because the timeline. I've had so many people call the office, uh, country revivals. What do you mean when the prophet said the timeline was off? This decade, the beginning of this decade was not supposed to shift like this. Now let me explain that prophetically. Prophets. We see in the supernatural. We reveal the mind, the will, and the purpose of God. So that time frame for the church to go into that greater glory, the enemy came in and tried to plot, tried to stop, and tried to slow it down. So that's what I mean by the prophetic timetable.
0: Uh. Oh, Sid, let go. Yes, is that the end of it? Guess what, guys? We're in a prophetic timetable. Us. Punch your neighbor and say, You're prophetic. Not you're pathetic. I want to hear you're prophetic. You're in a prophetic timetable. Did you notice he said this? It wasn't supposed to shift yet. But God put Trump there and everything is starting what you know we brother clark and i we were talking this morning we're talking about will trump continue doing what he's doing will he turn and go to the dark side basically and i i believe and all these guys are saying that god is is honoring the prayers of the church for all these years because the church has been praying against abortion and we've been praying against uh, the evil in this country and this nation this nation has put more bibles and more literature and more missionaries out into the world than any, all the other nations combined. This nation had, was set up on godly principles. And why wouldn't God honor and give the church and this nation space to repent? Why wouldn't he do that for us? What's the next slide look like? That's, a, that's the end. Politics, prophecy, and end times. God, Let's all stand. God is getting us ready, brothers and sisters. God is getting us ready. We're not going to do any music. We're just going to pray and go. Because I've overloaded your sensories. Was this all all right? Did you enjoy it? Did you learn anything? I'm telling you, God's getting us ready. Now, repentance. The The next one of this series that I'm going to do, I'm going to deal with why God put Trump in the White House and what he's fighting. There's three main strongholds in the country that he's fighting. I won't tell them to you now if you've been listening to me teach you would you might know but God has put him in the White House for this time and for us I, I never really connected him being elected to him turning the Supreme Court where Roe versus Wade would be overturned but once I go back and I see what the prophets are saying and how the shedding of innocent blood we're talking 50 to 70 million people. I saw one prophet that that the Lord, he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, why did you choose Trump? Why didn't you choose somebody else? And the reply was, because they were aborted. And when we couldn't have church, the abortion clinics just kept open. When we couldn't have church everybody in Illinois including the lieutenant governor do you know that on January 1st the first second person in line to get her medical marijuana her 29 grams was the lieutenant governor of Illinois welcome to the great state of Illinois where most of our governors end up making license plates and you know what listen guys I would love to live in a red state. I would love to go somewhere and my taxes wouldn't be high and it wouldn't cost me. I wouldn't have to get a mortgage to put stickers on all my vehicles for the year. You know, I would love to do that. But God put me here in the middle of this because apparently he's got a plan for me. So he's got a plan for you too, amen. And so when I, when I start thinking about uh, the abortions and I start thinking about the, inno- the shedding of innocent blood, God is sick of that. God gives life. And guess what? The shedding of innocent blood. There is a possibility. Mark Taylor prophesied that five Supreme Court justices would be replaced by Trump. Do you know what that will do to this court? You're talking about eight to one, seven to two. You're not talking about five to four decisions. You're talking about majorities. Do you know that while all of the fighting's going on and, you know, and, and the, the people who control the House of Representatives right now in the last two years, what have they put legislative-wise out? Nothing. All it has been is oppose and resist and resist. Listen, this is just a classic battle of dark versus light, good versus evil. And they want to get rid of Trump because he's the good right now. God is using Cyrus. God is using Cyrus. Now, are we going to get on the board? Are we going to get on the J train? Or are we going to just sit back and be lazy? There's no time to do it. No time to do it. No time to throw in the towel. No time to quit. No time to give up. We got to keep on going. God's got an agenda and it's time for us to get the agenda in our lives and when we're talking about repentance repentance is not just not crying saying Jesus forgive me help me Lord not to do that again help me not to eat 17 pieces of pizza when I should have stopped it's 15 repentance is change and going back to where we should be making the kingdom first I want to ask you this question in closing do you remember your first love with Jesus Christ do you remember the promises you made do you remember the commitments that you said you'd do that's what we got to get back to amen let's pray Lord in the name of Jesus I thank you for my brothers and sisters today I thank you God for them being here today I thank you Lord for this president that you have put in our lives that God, too, uh, just, just this past two two Sundays ago, last Sunday, we were able to come in this church last Sunday together again. We didn't have to go out in the parking lot. We didn't have to just do it online because the Supreme Court Justice that this man appointed and was confirmed told our governor, I need some proof why churches aren't supposed to be essential. And God, we saw darkness cave so, Lord, I pray that you would put an anointing on us in Jesus' name, that we can see darkness cave, that we can see darkness cave all around us in our circles. All of our circles, Lord, let darkness cave in the name of Jesus. Lord, let, we, let there be a, a, a hedge of protection built around President Trump right now. And Lord, you see the attacks of the enemy, and you are showing your prophets, God, what's going on. So, Lord, I just pray a hedge of protection about him and his family. Lord, I pray a hedge of protection about the Supreme Court. I pray, God, for protection around the Congress. God, let that Congress go for righteousness. Lord, for the baby's sake, in the name of Jesus, give the House of Representatives back to Lord the righteous. In the name of Jesus. They may not be righteous, Lord, in their lives, but God, they're righteous, Lord, in performing your agenda and your will. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, move mightily in this church and among us, we pray. Change us, God. Change us, Lord. We don't want to waste 10 weeks of being sheltered in place. We don't want to waste, Lord, 10 weeks of just watching things online. But, God, we want to move to the next level, that when someone walks into this church, the power is here. We want to move to the next level, Lord, that when somebody asks us in Walmart, will you pray for me, that, Lord, the power is there to pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Lord, move mightily among us. Those who aren't here today, get a hold of their lives in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Those, God, who are afraid, chase fear out of their lives in the name of Jesus. Do mighty works among us, God, we pray. Fit us and equip us and make us ready for the end time. We pray it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for coming. Wednesday's webcast, next Sunday, church, 11 o'clock. Hallelujah. Got any music up there? Got a little bit of Kirk Franklin?